Yo, it's your boy Todd Pie. Got listen. It's the most wonderful time of the year, right? And y'all know Christmas is right around the corner. So for my podcasters and my live streamers, what do you need, right? Are you looking for a hosting platform to give you some good live streaming? You feel what I'm saying? Some 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 added features that you may not have. Listen, come on over to Restream. You feel what I'm saying? They have a Black Friday sale going. You feel what I'm saying? From the 15th through the 29th, Cyber Monday and Black Friday sale, 50% off all annual plans. Six months free, half off for the year, 50% off. You can't beat that. Listen, you get more streaming channels, restream pairs. You feel what I'm saying? Repurposing your streams. Listen, I am an avid, avid fan of restream, especially when it comes to um, the record only feature i am a podcaster so the fact that i can literally record my podcast only and it has so many features their overlays their backgrounds live chat captions run tickers literally it feels like i'm on a cnn i'm running a cnn show so listen 50 percent annual use my promo code we'll have it typed in in the description you feel what i'm saying and listen when you support you know restream you supporting the podcast okay so we appreciate y'all and listen Let's get back to the show. Oh, yeah, I think we're in the building. I, I think we're in the Oh, yeah, we're in the building. Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon. What's going on, everybody? And welcome, welcome, welcome back to another edition, another installment, another episode of your favorite sports show, you know. Just opinions from a common fan. You feel what I'm saying? Welcome to the Grounded Out Sports Show with your boy Tyler Paga. We are in the building for episode 20. First of all, I want to say my apologies for not getting this episode out to you a day earlier. Of course, um, I really don't have an excuse for you. <laughs> it was just um, basically just, you know, holiday season, Thanksgiving holiday and I uh, just wanted just to relax and kick it with some family that came in and uh, kicked it with me, you know, and kicked it with uh, me and me and the missus for the holiday. So, you know, just wanted to, you know, show them some love and everything like that. And, you know, we're back here for another one. And uh, I'm excited. I hope everybody's had a, you know, a good holiday. Happy holidays to you and your family out there. Um, hope your Thanksgiving was great. And um, I hope your Black Friday shopping wasn't too bad either all right um listen we are here with another one um we don't have a lot to discuss today but we do have enough to discuss today because there's a lot of things there's some things that have been happening in the sports world and we have to talk about it okay listen um the first thing that i would definitely want to discuss and get right into um is the Jerry Jones situation basically right? Jerry Jones um, has been exposed. Uh, I guess if you want to say that, I didn't even mean to press that button. But um, Jerry Jones has basically been exposed in a 1957 picture of um, stopping a black student in, I believe, either Arizona or Arkansas. Don't really uh, uh, know the space uh, particularly. 
but um, I believe it was uh, Arkansas, in which this was in, uh, in the 1950s, I believe, 1957. And what you can see, Jerry Jones, we have it on video if you're not watching this. Um, you can, or you Please uh, look up Jerry Jones and you'll definitely see the picture. Um, they have it circled, right? They have his face circled. And it's funny because he actually put out a statement and said, you know, I was there to, um, you know, I wasn't there to participate, but I was there to just be in the group, right? Um, or as quotes say. Now you had the likes of um, his good friend and one of, you know, sports commentators best um, in Stephen A. Smith defending um jerry jones um i didn't want to play the video because for me the video was a bunch of hot air and ignorance Trash! and here's why um when i look at this picture and let's put it back up really quick when i look at this picture of jerry jones um stopping in a mile full of white kids um who are now Educators, businessmen, teachers, lawyers, um, Fortune 500 company CEOs, CFOs, people who run businesses. I still see those people as the people who will continuously stop people like me from gaining equity, equality. And um, just being a normal human being in this country. Now, I don't know Jerry Jones's history, his background, none of that. I'm not even mad at the picture. It's not surprising to me, right? It doesn't surprise me. It doesn't sit here and give me the, oh, my God, that's crazy. No, it doesn't give me that. What it gives me is, okay, we have this picture. Jerry Jones probably knows his past just like most older white people in that space know their past and what do they try to do because they've had such a eclectic past that they don't want any of us to understand nor know that they were the ones in these mobs stopping our ancestors from getting education because, see, if we really dive deep into our history, history for real, this is what it is. The people that we're playing for, the owners, huh? NFL, NHL, NBA. Do y'all not think that they're not, that they, they weren't a part of the racist mob? That your mother, your father, your uncles, you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> And then what killed me, what really killed me was Stephen A. Smith's response on, Steve, uh, on first take, basically in so many words, defending Jerry Jones saying this man was 14. <laughs> this was back in 65, 66. And what it, and, and, I, and I think what really was um, the problem here is not only what you said, but the way you said it, my nigga. <laughs> And I've seen so many comments, and I know that there's a um, an age gap between a lot of older folks on Twitter and a lot of younger folks, myself and beyond, right? 
What I need old folks to stop doing is thinking that people on Twitter are just dumb. Some of them are. Real talk. Trash! Most of them aren't, though. I can conclude that. Some to most are not. They are very intelligent, and they use this space to get off their intelligence. One thing about Stephen A. Smith is he's a very intelligent man. He knows what he's talking about. In this instance, though, I respectfully disagree with what the fuck you were saying. That man was 14, 15. He knew exactly what he was doing. Kids at that age know how to manipulate. Kids at that age know how they know what they're doing. Now, you can tell me Jerry Jones wanted to be a part of the fucking in crowd or whatever. That's what the crowd was doing. Well, why didn't you want to be the fucking outlier? Why didn't you want to be this, the 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 difference in being like, why aren't we sitting here letting this black? No, you were in the crowd, meaning you were an accessory. <laughs> accessory, however you want to put it. You were there. And so the same players that you employ, that you pay to play, their ancestors are standing in the front of your school trying to get in. And you and your mob of white people are not trying to let them in. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me be more specific. You and your group of white friends who are probably still your friends to this day. Like, let's, like again, we got to stop acting. And then, again, the fact that you, Stephen A. Smith, the you, 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 who want to sit here and challenge anybody when they challenge your black card, I'll challenge it. I'll challenge it right here, right now. Here's my thing, bro. You're a black man in this country. And you got the nerve to sit here on national television and try to give Jerry Jones a pass because he was young? Negro, please. Trash! You don't give people passes for shit. You don't give people passes for shit no matter how old they are, my guy. And I'm talking to you specifically, sass. So the fact that you went on Jerry Jones and, and defended him in such the most immaculate way. Oh, I'm you know, I love Jerry Jones. I'm not going to apologize for that. We didn't we didn't we didn't we didn't care to hear you say that. So when you said that off the rip, I knew you had hot air and bullshit coming out your mouth. Trash! And see, I'm going to say something very controversial. Hear me when I say this. Black Americans, African-Americans and black immigrants who come over to this country are two totally different cultures and scenarios. Stephen A. Smith grew up in New York City in a melting pot of culture. OK, now I'm not saying he ain't black. I ain't saying this man ain't real. I ain't saying this man ain't, but I also understand Stephen A. Smith. And if you learn about him, research about him, you understand why he has some of the takes that he has. In instance, this one right here. Okay. This is why sometimes I say, are you really for us, the agenda, black people, for real? Because at the time when something gets exposed in the form of your friend, of a white person who 
has sat here and been an accessory to 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 racism and discrimination. You can't sit here and just oh, I'ma just blow past that. No, because see, then people are going to interpret you cooning. But then you're going to get all hot and bothered and mad because people are calling you a coon. No, we just want your honest opinion. And if that was your honest opinion that, you know, he's 14, it was 65, you know, it was it was 1965, what y'all want him to do and da 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 If that is your honest opinion, I look at you differently as a black man. I look at you differently as a man, period. Because all the shit that you talk and all of the, the, the vile stuff that you spew on our people sometimes, and you do, as much as you come at us with your rhetoric and your disrespectful tone at times, you had the most puppy dog look on your face. You had the most humble tone I have ever heard you have when it came to Massa Jerry Jones. Now, again, I don't know if Jerry Jones is funneling you, you know, investments and all of that stuff. I don't care. I don't know. But when you talk like that on national television, on ESPN, okay, That already tells me a little something. And that already lets me look at you sideways as a black man. Again, it doesn't surprise me that Mr. Jerry Jones is in the fucking picture. What surprises me is that Mr. Stephen A. Smith had the gall, the immediated gall, to sit there and not hold his friend accountable on national television. You can sit here and talk about Cowboys all you want. You can sit here and, oh, the Cowboy fans this, the Cowboy fans that, the Cowboy fans this. But when we talk about Black Lives Matter, when we sit here and say, advocate, you are the first person to sit here and say something about it. But when it comes to Jerry Jones, you tuck your tail between your ass. And now it's, oh, he was only 14, 15. <laughs> I'm sorry, there were 14, 15-year-olds lynching our ancestors. But I guess you didn't know that. All right, well, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm, but, um, yeah, Stephen A. Smith was a clown for that. And he just might get clown of the week uh, on our other show just because. Because the fact that you sat there all humble, puppy dog eye with your tail between your legs, and, oh, I'm pissed. But I'm not pissed for the reason that people think. I'm pissed because y'all are trying to cancel my massa, Jerry Jones. Get the fuck up out of here, Stephen. Get him off my screen. <laughs> Get the fuck up out of here, bro. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, Russ. Russell. Mr. Westbrook. One of my favorite players in the league, period. Um, Got bloody. Um yesterday in a game versus the Spurs um and it almost got physical uh excuse me had to burp we have the video of um of, of the play in question 
And uh, let's take a look really quick. And for those who are listening, um, this is Russell Westbrook um, actually, you know, getting his shot blocked and then getting uh, a foul by Zach Collins um, in the lane. So let's take a look and a listen. LeBron good. Russ gets the Russ goes up. Down goes Russ, and he's hot. He's hot at Collins. He's pointing fingers. LeBron trying. Oh, look at Russ. Ouch. Yeah, he's got some uh, some blood wow. running down his forehead. Well, we did not pass from LeBron. He has uh, rejected, but he stays right there with it. Then he makes a head fake, and when coming down, Collins hits him across the forehead with the elbow, and uh, that's kind of what upset Russ. The prior in foul was under review for a potential flagrant foul. Mm-hmm. Listen, Russ was not having it. Russ is a tough motherfucker. You understand what I'm saying? Um, Zach Collins was about to get that ass tag, real talk. Um, And the way Zach Collins, if you saw his hand, his hand came down, you know, um, and, uh, you know, he kind of, it did kind of scrape him across his face if you looked at the the slow-mo really good. Um, It did cross his face. And it kind of looked like he smacked him and scratched him across the face. And then Zach Collins walked away. And Zach Collins, I'm like, sir, you just don't walk away after you sat here and damn near smack somebody in the face trying to block the ball. You understand what I'm saying? And it's Russ. So I know Russ is already pissed, of course. And he's bleeding? Oh, hell no. I, for me, I know I would have saw red and your ass would have been grass. And it's the lawnmower. I'm tired. I'm sorry. It's over. You don't do that. But we also seen, um, you know, Patrick Beverly getting, uh, you know, Patrick Beverly getting um, ejected. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? For um, pushing, uh, who was it? Uh, Who did he push? Um, I think uh, DeAndre Ayton was standing over one of his teammates and, you know, he pushed DeAndre, which... Hell yeah. And DeAndre Aiden, as much as I defended you on this on this podcast, sir, on this show, sir, you you not you not Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis dropped 30, 30 something, twenty something, and that's it. that's Anthony Davis. <laughs> you ain't there yet. I told you you are you are Tim Duncan esque. You ain't there yet, bro. Alright. Um, but I hope Russ is good. Uh Cause that shit crazy. You feel what I'm saying? I hope he good. Um, <laughs> yeah, Russ was about to. Russ was about to do something to Zach Collins. He was not. He was not happy. He was not happy. All right, let's get into our NFL picks of the week. Again, Scrap is not here with us again. You know, break and everything like that, which is cool with me. You know what I'm saying? Let let my boys uh, chill out. But um, we are here with another pick of the week. I want to talk really quick though, um, about my Detroit Lions. Uh, for real, for real. All right. 
So, real, real quick, real quick, real quick, and this goes into our picks real quick, real quick. The Detroit Lions are currently, I believe, four and seven. We are actually second in the NFC North, which to me, that's pretty damn good, especially for the record that we have. However, I want to point something out to the Detroit Lions, right? At the start of the season, there were, at this point in the season, we are, what, we're week 12, and at this at this juncture, we are about what are we four and seven? We are eleven games in. Okay, there's five games on this schedule that really really irk me. That literally tell me Detroit could could and still could be a potential sleeper team. Now everybody knows like what you talking about, bro? Like hell no, nah. hell yes. Here's why. First week of the season, the Lions put up 35 points against the Eagles. Now, the Eagles did win by three, okay? But you had a chance to beat this team who's also a Super Bowl contender favorite. That's one game. The Vikings, divisional rivals. Didn't even give a fuck if they would have been nine and three at this point or nine and two, whatever. You lost by four to the Vikings. Now again, now again, now again. Another game lost by like close and this is this is not blowouts, you know, like the Pats did us, or you know, like the Cowboys. This is not no. You're losing close games. I'm expecting us to lose to the Patriots. That's a defensive monster. I'm in 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 um um in, in Bill Belichick. I'm expecting us to lose to the Cowboys because the Cowboys defense is monstrous. I'm expecting that. But when you're losing to the Dolphins by four, and you're losing to the Bills by three, sir, family. That's four games that we could have put on our schedule. We literally could be nine and three right now. Y'all could be the talk of the fucking town. Literally. Literally. The talk of the town. What this told me this season, looking at this schedule and looking at all the games that we play, I'm like, Detroit is actually pretty fucking good to hang with some of the t- contenders that are going to be in the playoffs or some of the predictors that they say are going to be in a Super Bowl predictor. The fact that we're hanging with them and damn near beating them is pissing me off. Beat them. Detroit. Stop thinking that you need to hang with these guys. No. You've already proven that you can hang with them offensively. Beat their ass. Figure out what you need to do on defense because our defense is... Period. Figure it out. You have six weeks left. I think five, but it doesn't matter. Figure it the fuck out. This last loss to the Bills pissed me off. I'm like, you could have beat Buffalo? We, and and this, is, this is what's killing me. The Eagles, Buffalo, 
and fucking Vikings, bro. The Eagles, Buffalo, and the fucking Vikings. These are three teams that have been deemed playoff-worthy contender Super Bowlers. Super Bowl contenders. And y'all had a chance to knock all three of these niggas on their ass. That's what gets me mad. We could have been 7-4, and 7-3. I would have been okay with that. That's a winning record. I know Detroit's going to lose some. But I said in the beginning, our offense at least is good enough to lose. Hold on, hold on. The worst loss on the season for me personally is losing to the fucking Seahawks 48-45. to That pissed me off. I remember coming on the show and literally talking about that. Like, what? How do y'all lose? <laughs> How do y'all lose like that? Y'all have enough offensive power to put 45 points on the board, but your defense sucks that bad to, to lose? To give up 48 points? Four games already where we could be up 8-3 to three instead of being 4-7. and seven. So this is my proclamation to you, Detroit. Get it to fucking gather. <laughs> Fix it. Learn what you need to do. Jared Goff actually been to the Super Bowl. Like, stop acting like this dude is just washed or trash. Because he's not. Like, we got Jamal Williams leading the motherfucking league in touchdowns. What are we doing? What the fuck? <laughs> All right, let's get into this NFL schedule, man. Let's 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 get into it, bro. Um. Where are we at? Because <sighs> y'all irritate me, man. Jesus Christ, bro. Like, come on. Like, it, it could all be so simple. And I know it's hard to win games. I know that. But damn. Not by them close. All right, week 11. Uh, the Falcons, they beat the Bears. Um, I was actually looking for... Didn't I say the Falcons was going to beat the Bears? Sure did. But listen, Justin Fields is something different. I told y'all. Uh, but they beat the Bears 27-24. to 24. That was a um, uh, good game. Justin Fields actually threw 453-85 uh, rushing yards. That man can ball. Um, but they are 3-8 and eight on the season. And that is looking a little tight, right? Um, but shout out to the Falcons because they're they're trying to move up in the in the NFC South for real. The Eagles are nine and one now. They law lo- uh, they won against the Colts. The Colts um, lost by one at home. Um, it was interesting because I was I was kind of thinking in my head I did pick the Eagles, but um, I was looking for the Colts to actually probably give them their second loss. And Jeff Saturday and Matt Ryan came very close. So, yeah, that was an interesting game. Uh, the Jets versus the Patriots. Now, this was the game to talk of the town all week. Everybody kept talking about this game because literally for the whole entire game, and I watched this highlight, for the whole entire game up until damn near the last two minutes of the fucking fourth quarter, I'm not even joking. This game was 3-3 three, three all the way. This was a defensive monster. And what I would say about the Jets, because I thought the Jets actually are a good team without their quarterback. 
um, is this. To your quarterback, Zach Wilson, I believe. Zach, have a little bit of humility and accountability for yourself, bro. Um, the New York sports teams, they don't play that, you know, type of cocky type of shit. And I'm not even from New York, but I just feel in my bones by the by the people that live here that they don't play that type of cockiness type of shit. They, they want you to be hardworking and, and work for yours. You feel what I'm saying? Now, that's not to say you're not a good quarterback, but it's to say you need to take accountability because you are a man. You are a boy amongst men in that locker room and you need to have the trust and the camaraderie of your players in that locker room. So if you don't have that and you're coming to the podium saying that um, after not even scoring a touchdown that, you know, are passing for this many yards, that you can sit here and say, you didn't even pass for over 100 yards, bro. You passed for 77. So you can't get on the podium and sit here and say, hey, um, I did a good job. I didn't let my defense down. You can't get up there and say that. Because then it's going to be looking like, oh, you're, yeah, you're that. So um, I hope you get it together, but shout out to the Patriots, man, because the <laughs> Listen, I'm telling you, to, to the fourth quarter. <laughs> oh, that was a wild game. Uh, the Commanders beat the Texans. Um, the Commanders are now on a winning record, six and five. They beat the te- uh, Commanders. Uh, they beat the Texans. Excuse me, at Texans, uh, twenty-three to ten. The Texans season is over. So let's just throw them out of there. The Texans season is over. They are 1-8-1. Their season is a wrap. Um, the Rams lost to the Saints. 20-27 uh, to 27 at Saints. Um, actually, Andy Dalton uh, threw for 260. Matthew Stafford threw for 159. I don't think the Rams, I believe the Rams seasons, uh, the Rams season is over as well. The defending uh, NFL Super Bowl champions will not be defending it this year the uh the bills beat the browns in week 11 um 31 to 23 uh but we expected that right uh josh allen and those boys were doing their thing and uh you know got it got the job shout out to them uh the ravens beat the panthers of course 13 to 3 now of course this is a low scoring game for me and i didn't understand why because Lamar Jackson should be out here balling. This should be in 20 to 3. But I gotta I guess I gotta give some shout out to Carolina's defense. So um, but shout out to the Ravens and Lamar Jackson for pulling that out. Now listen here. Now listen here. I was so excited for this game. This is what made me this is what made me hopeful, in a sense, about Detroit's rise. We won in week eleven and beat the Super Bowl contenders in the New York Giants. And here's how I know we can fucking play with the best of them. 31 to 18, listen here. I'm like, we can, we, we have the offensive power. And again, we have, we have Jamal Williams, who is leading the league in touchdowns right now. So I'm just like, our record does not show how good we are. So let's let's keep going on that. Uh, the Raiders, they won against the Broncos. Uh, both teams now have a, a congruent record of three and seven. Um, 
I think the Broncos season is over too. And honestly, I think the Raiders season is over as well. But we'll see how it goes. We have about six games left, so we'll see how these, these games turn out. Um, the Bengals beat the Steelers. Um, the Bengals are now six and four. They, I, I told y'all, they will probably be a sleeper team. Joe Burrow threw for three fifty five. He's looking good. Um, and I think the Steelers' um, season is also over. I don't see the Steelers um, coming back to probably get a wild card, but I want them to. I hope so. But yeah, I don't think it's gonna happen. All right, let's get into uh, the Chiefs versus the Chargers. Uh, the Chiefs pulled it out against the Chargers, um, 30-27 to 27 at Chargers. Um, Patrick Mahomes is probably leading it uh, with the um, with the MVP race. He's been kicking ass, especially, when not, uh, especially without Tyreek Hill. I mean, even though he has, um, you know, Kelsey, uh, it's, it, is, it is still uh, amazing to see this brother play. You feel me? He is he is really something different. <laughs> Shout out to him. Uh the Cowboys destroyed the Vikings. Uh 40 to 3. Um Yeah, that's all you need to say about that. They played they probably played their most perfect game or the most perfect game of the season, period. And if they can if they can continue to play like that, they will probably get to the NFC Championship game for real. All right, let's get into the 49ers versus the Cardinals. The Cardinals lost to the 49ers 38 to, uh, 38 to 10 at Cardinals. Um, I'm not going to lie. I think the Cardinals season is over as well. Um, yeah, I don't I don't I don't see the Cardinals winning their next kind of six or seven games or whatever that looks like, because it's it's going to get harder from this point on. I'm um, looking at the Cardinals schedule, so. Um, I told y'all from week four to week 10, and even if you want to say week 11, you have to kind of come out with a winning record during that time. If you don't, it's not going to look good going forward from week 12 on and until you get to the playoffs, because it's not going to look good. Right. I think that part of the season, that week four to week 10, though, that meat and potato is where you kind of need to win out most of your games, period. So. And um, now we're in week 12. You know, Thanksgiving just came around the corner. And the Bills, of course, as we just talked about, beat the Lions 28 to 25. Um, and that puts the Lions now at four and seven. Now, normally I would say the Lions season is probably over. However, the fact that we've been able to hang with a lot of the best of the best, um, I believe we might sneak in as a wild card. Now that means that means Detroit next week has to beat the Jaguars. Period point blank. They have to beat the Jaguars and they have to win out their next couple of games. Like we have to go into this as a 9 and 7, 10 and 7 type of team. I believe it can be done. I believe we can win out the next couple of games even and beat out Aaron Rodgers that last game. We beat him before this season, and we can do it the fuck again. So let's do it. Um, but, yeah, the Buffalo Bills, they looking good as well, man. Uh, the Cowboys beat the Giants um, on Thanksgiving as well. 20-28. to 28. 
Uh, and the Cowboys are looking good, man. They steamrolling. And then the Vikings came back after that gruesome loss to the Cowboys and won against the Patriots. Um, 33-26. to 26. That was a good game. And um, I'm looking for the Patriots to probably sneak in and become a wild card as well. And uh, the Vikings will definitely take the NFC North. Um, all right, predictions. We are going, what do we, what do we have today? The Dolphins and the Texans uh, will be playing uh, off the rip. I'm going with the Dolphins. Um, the Texans, as, as I said, the Texans season is over. Even if they win out these next, you know, six, seven games, they wouldn't even have a winning record. So that's, that's, that's done over there. Uh, the Bengals versus the Titans. I'm going to go Derrick Henry and the Titans on this one. Sorry, JB. Sorry, Joe, uh, J- uh, Joe Burrow. But listen, Derrick Henry is something different. He is a, a, a man. Um, he is a beast among men. And I, I don't know if you have the defensive power uh, <laughs> to stop that man right there. His calves is literally the size of my head. I, I don't know if you, and he, this man can run damn near like a four-two-four-three. Nope, I'm good. I'm good. You can't be that big running like Tony Pollard, like for real though. Like, <laughs> so I'm gonna go Texans, uh, Titans. Excuse me, it's gonna be a close game though. Uh, Broncos versus Panthers. Oh wow. Oh wow. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go Panthers. Honestly. I think Baker Mayfield and the Panthers are going to beat um, the Broncos. Again, I believe both of these team seasons are over. But um, just for the camaraderie of it, I just think the Broncos are going to lose. Uh, the Bears versus the Jets. Um, I'm actually going to give the Bears this one right here. Um, now, I don't know if Zach Wilson is going to get his act together. But I just feel like Justin Fields has been hanging with the best of the best as well, even though some of those best have come in losses. Um I think he's hanging with the best as well. And I believe if you put the necessary pieces around him, it would have definitely been a great season for them. Um, But I do want to give the Bears this one because I don't know if Zach Wilson is going to make the throws that he needs to make. Um, When you're throwing under 100 yards, uh, 77 to be exact, um, and you've only completed nine, nine passes, that's not good. So I'm looking for the Chicago, uh, Chicago Bears to win that. Uh, the Falcons at Commanders. Um, this is going to be a good game, actually. Uh, but I'm looking for the Falcons to give the Commanders um, a loss here. So they can go and be 6-6 six and six and with a win on, you know what I'm saying, and come out as uh, a winner. Uh, the Buccaneers coming off a of bye week. Um, they're first in the Browns, and I definitely believe that the Buccaneers will beat the Browns. So that is um, that is that the Ravens versus the Jaguars. I believe the Ravens will uh, beat the Jaguars. And as I said, I believe the Jaguar season is over. Um, the Raiders versus the Seahawks. Um, the Seahawks will beat the Raiders. Even with Devontae Adams, I believe Pete Carroll and uh, them boys over there will pull it out against the Raiders. They've been having a, a, a sneaky season, a sneaky good season. Chargers and Cardinals, I believe the Chargers will pull it out against the Cardinals. Their season is, to me, over, so it's not looking good. But I think the Chargers still have a a, 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 a kind of sneak attack to get in. Um, the Saints versus the 49ers. The 49ers will beat the Saints um, and continue to increase their record in the NFC and probably be a wild card. 
the Rams and Chiefs. The Chiefs are already beating the Rams. That's that's not even happening. I already said the Rams season is over. And yeah, that's that's a wrap. You know, Packers and Eagles. Hmm. Now I believe Aaron Rodgers can't sneak one in, but I just think the Eagles are too much on the road right now. So I'm gonna go with the Eagles over the Packers. And last but not least, the Colts versus the Steelers. I believe Matt Ryan still has it in him. Um, I think the Colts may sneak in to be a wild card. And uh, I think they bounce back and beat the Steelers this week. All right, guys, that uh, that has been our picks of the week. Listen, thank y'all so much for hanging with us, kicking it with us. Um, we appreciate y'all. We love y'all. Uh, just a few announcements before we head out. December 7th, I believe, or December 10th, um, will be our season finale episode. Um, then we'll be going on hiatus for a uh, break for about a month or so. And then uh, we'll come back and uh, we'll be here, right, starting season two, okay? So um, just wanted to let you guys know that. And uh, we appreciate you guys. Excuse me, all right? Be sure to follow us wherever you listen to podcasts um, via audio. That may be Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn. Wherever you listen to us, please tap in. Um, if you're watching us here on YouTube, we appreciate you. Please like, share, comment, subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen um, <laughs> to podcasts. No, but um, if you listen, if you're watching us on YouTube, please like, share, comment, and subscribe. All right, please um, also follow uh, the Grind It Out Sports Show on Facebook and Instagram. Grind It Out Sports Show or the Grind It Out Show on Facebook and underscore Grind It Out on instagram all right i love y'all be easy stay breezy this has been another one and y'all be good all right we'll be back next week peace love and hair grease y'all be good love